0: Welcome to Pick Up Your Sticks where we talk about why gaming matters with your host Walker Near and Brett Lindley. I'm Walker and with the recent release of Marvel's Avengers, we dive into our experience with superhero games along with our thoughts on the comic shows and movies that go along with them. So what's up Brett? What's got you putting on your superhero cape these days?
1: No capes. Edna no Mode, cape. The Incredibles. No capes. Capes are a danger to superheroes. I mean, I feel like Batman's got a cape. Sucked into an airplane.
0: I feel like Superman's got a
1: cape. Ridiculous. Serves no purpose. Gets caught. It trips. You could step on it. You could trip on it. There's there's a million reasons to not have it. Capes are outdated.
0: I feel like Magneto has a cape. No. Could could
1: get get if you gotta do like flashy hand. You gotta like turn around behind you. Your arm gets whipped up in it you like tug on like you, you could like somebody could judo throw you by like holding on your cape like swinging you around i like woo. I, like
0: i kind of i tend to agree i actually i watched just yesterday a clip from the 1990 live action uh teenage mutant ninja turtles movie so oh, wow. the first <laughs> one not secret of the use but the okay. first one yeah um and yeah and shredder is in that of course and he has like an all metal cape and i was like I wonder how much that cape weighs <laughs> right? it's got to be enormous. Like it's right. gotta be like 60 pounds. Like he's, he's got back problems within one to two years.
1: <laughs> Unless the whole point is to then like dramatically drop all of your weights. Cause they're training weights to hold you back. And now you show your true power. Like,
0: I don't know if that, you know, like when I was a kid, I used to do ankle weights um, to try and tr- train my legs for jumping for basketball. But I don't I don't I think those are proved I don't think those are sold anymore. I think they ended up just causing joint problems. Yeah. So for the most again, part. Again, Shredder has osteoporosis is really what we do today. Don't pick up your sticks. So <laughs> anyway. Um but yeah, so well no. So like we I said in the intro, you know, the, the Marvel's Avengers game just came out and mm-hmm. uh, that was something that that kind of hit I think both of our radars, but hit your radar certainly. So um, I don't think either of us have played it yet, but no. kind of what, what jumped out at you about it?
1: So I, I mean, it jumped out cause it like was advert. I even forgot. I'd heard some advertising that it was coming out. Right. Um, but I took that kind of negative spin initially because Spider-Man was going to be PS4 exclusive permanently. Um, Not like a timed exclusive, but like, and not just like a small chunk of the game, but literally you could play as him for like basically the entire game. Uh, That's just a huge chunk that would be carved out of the PS4 version, or sorry, Mm. for the PS4, because Spider-Man's owned by Sony. Um, And uh, my initial thoughts on that were like, well, okay, I don't want to play this game then, like. And just kind of wrote it off, just based on that, because I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Spider-Man is one of my right. top, my top superhero characters, and I just, yeah, I was like, all right, well, whatever, not really going to think about it, and saw it pop up onto Steam, like a front full-page ad or whatever. I was uh, kind of browsing for a game. Like, I wasn't super dedicated for anything, but I'd been kind of looking around. And so I was like, sure, I'll click on it. See, I I have literally no other knowledge of what this game even is. What it looks like, how it plays, anything. Um, All I knew was that I couldn't be Spider-Man, so fine, I'm done. Um, So I I looked at it, and I was like, honestly, looks kind of cool. Like, the graphics are really sharp. And I skipped over all of the the videos that were just like the cut scenes or the trailers or whatever. Cause I don't, I wanted to see gameplay. I was like, skip, 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 let's see gameplay. But I also didn't want to go looking at a let's play or anything. So I watched one of the gameplay footage ones and it's like Thor coming in and, and it's like a kind of an in-game cut scene. So not like a, so like the lower resolution. In, not the in, super, right. Right. So not the super high resolution, theatrical trailer stuff but an in-game cutscene that leads into a level and so the cutscene like runs out and then it's just Thor running around smashing stuff with a hammer flying about shooting electricity knocking robots off a boat or something I don't don't remember exactly what it was and then having quippy conversation with other characters and it, it felt it looked like it would feel like playing through the movie as Mm. and like, while Thor is not definitely not super high on my characters list. He's not bad, especially the, the, I think the Marvel cinematic universe has done a lot for a lot of the characters that I generally would not have given any credit to before. I give a lot more credit to now.
0: So I, I, not to just jump in here, but like, um, Dr. Strange is a character that I have zero familiarity with. Never even heard of it prior to MCU. Um, and honestly, even when I heard it was an MCU movie, I was like, wow, they're really, like, really reaching at the bottom of the barrel here, huh? Doctor Strange actually turned out to be one of my favorite MCU movies, and I thought a really cool idea and character. But I'm very confident that that's because the movie was made in the last, <laughs> in this decade. and was, Right. And, and made it cool, whereas I would... I would be willing to bet that if I went and picked up a Doctor Strange comic from the 80s or whenever they were originally written, I probably don't think the same thing of it that I did from watching the movie. You know, Yeah.
1: no, I feel anyway, my
0: point just being that I think you're I'm not really a, I, I didn't grow up with comics. So the cartoons and, and video games is kind of my only exposure to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely agree that having watched the MCU, um, a lot of characters that I mean, I'll even go a step further. I didn't even really know who Iron Man was until the MCU.
1: I really didn't either. And in fact, I mean I knew like, it was a character, but it was right. I thought it was
0: I thought he really was like like Colossus, like made mm-hmm. of like he is an Iron Man or I didn't know anything. Yeah,
1: for about. being one of like for being a character that I should have loved then and probably yeah. would have I would have known. <laughs> right. Like he's not portrayed in it. He, the Avengers, for the most part, don't show up in a lot of the like 90s staple, more public television. They may show up in cable. I was not a cable kid. Right. So, like, I had X Men, Spider Man, and Batman in my general, like, afternoon TV watching and Saturday morning cartoons type stuff. And the Avengers may show up, but I don't know who any of these guys are. And Iron Man always is just kind of very stale and kind of monotone like in his play, like, like his voice acting and whatnot. And yeah, when I see like that, the MCU Iron Man, I'm like, I am all in on him. Like he is amazing.
0: Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Hands down. Um, I mean, honestly, and, and part of it is Robert Downey Jr. Right. Like mm-hmm. he is so good. He's so believable as that character. Correct. Like it was funny. When, in fact, when I watched him on Joe Rogan, He was on an episode of the Joe Rogan podcast in the last year at some point. And it's funny because, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. has been an actor obviously well before the MCU. But certainly the most time I've spent with Robert Downey Jr. on screen is as Iron Man and or Tony Stark, right? And so I just kind of think that that's who Robert Downey Jr. is. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) And you watch him in that Joe Rogan interview and he's actually – a lot more like um, I'm I'm trying to think of the right word because insecure isn't the right word, but it is almost that like he's just a lot more vulnerable than the Tony, Tony and and which then speaks to his credibility as an actor Mm -hmm. because that's what they're doing. So I get it. But it's like when you watch Tony Stark, like he's so sure of himself and so confident and like everything's not a problem and whatever. And then you see Robert Downey Jr. and like he kind of stutters a little bit. And like, he's not bulletproof on every I thought or idea right. that he has, which makes sense because he's like an actor. He's like, like this, a
1: human. He's like a cre- <laughs> well, and he's like
0: even beyond that, he's like a he's like a creative. You know right. what I mean? So he's like there's a little like hippie or something in there. You know, like he's he's not like Tony Stark at all, really. Um, anyway, that was a long tangent. No, just- no, no. I
1: think so. In, in essence, I mean, like the the MCU, which I, I want to get into a little later too. Uh, I don't want to do the whole the whole episode. Do not worry is not going to be all about the MCU for for our listeners, but we are going to touch heavily on it. Um, yeah, it just it it looked like getting to play in that universe, and and there have been some other Avengers games and whatnot, and and even like regular superhero style games or Marvel games, but they've all kind of occurred outside of the MCU. And Avengers, Marvel's Avengers, the most recent one, actually kind of occurs within the timeline and in the MCU. So it, that was really kind of appealing. Uh, even though the voice actors, they are not hiring, they're not getting all of the superstars to play them, but they're close. And the thing that's that, that gets you kind of drawn in is that the writing style is similar. So like the attitudes are the same to what you're used to if you've mm-hmm. been watching the MCU. And so that was really kind of interesting to see. And and I got a little excited about it. I was like, this this actually could be pretty cool. And I mean, I've enjoyed a lot of other third person perspective for sake of a better word like brawler style games and yeah i could i could see myself enjoying that and playing it also does not look like it's as character locky where like you play this mission as this character and then that mission is that character and then like you have to play all of them even if you like this one a lot you don't get to play them it kind of oh. now, and, and I don't have, so I, I haven't looked deep onto how it plays or watched playthroughs because I actually would like to pick it up eventually. Um, yeah. But it looks like you can at least spend more time with the characters that you like. Uh, and so you're not forced into as many situations where you can only play one character or have to play a mission without your powers or whatever. Like.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, uh, you know, it's funny because like, so I knew it was coming out just, because I've seen a headline somewhere, an ad somewhere, whatever, and didn't really care. Um, I ended up liking MCU, but I'm not as big of a fan of it as most of the huge MCU fans are. Right. Um, and then it came out Friday, and I think you mentioned something about like, hey, this is out now or whatever, have you seen it? And I looked at it and I was like, "Nah, eh, I don't know how much I really care. But then I think about it and it's like, I love brawler kind of games. Mm-hmm. and like some of the coolest games, and now it's been a long time since I played them, but like the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games for like p s two and what's that what it's called? Ultimate Alliance? I think, yeah, Ultimate Alliance was one of them. no, it had like it wasn't just Avengers. It had like X-Men and right a of, of range of characters in it. But these were from like two thousand three, two thousand and four I mean, right. long, long time ago. But I really enjoyed those games. But now they wouldn't be fun because they would feel really dated and right. whatever. But yeah, like this looks like a modern and graphically, like all of those games have always had the, the isometric Diablo kind of camera mm-hmm. and kind of these like washed out is not the right word. But like the graphics quality was never high. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, they didn't look terrible or something, but it just no. was never... But like you said, like, this looks like... It's, I just, I remember 15 years ago asking a friend, like, I wonder if the games will ever look like the cutscenes. And mm-hmm. the answer is, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they will. games now <laughs> look like the
1: cutscenes from... Yeah.
0: <laughs> they look better. They yeah. look better. Like, if you go watch the old FMVs from, like, Final Fantasy VII or something, that was, like... A separate video file, not an engine at all, and it's like even that looks like garbage compared to the (laughs) in-engine stuff Mm -hmm. that we have now. Um, But anyway, yeah, no, it it definitely uh, it definitely looks good. I don't know i don't know i don't know how long i wait i don't know I'm yeah be, i don't know i'm while we're recording i'm staring at the steam page for it it's <laughs> not healthy for me no it's not it's not healthy for me i don't you're know. gonna buy it before this episode's why? over. why 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 am i a monster anyway, <laughs> you're not a go monster
1: on. go on go on please no Let's i mean it, it does so unfortunately <laughs> i can't we we spend a healthy discussion on this earlier so we won't dive too deep but i i uh I can't purchase it right now because my computer cannot currently run it because I have very outdated hardware. Um, but as we have spoken you know, previously and in, in the Doom episode, I am looking at getting new hardware. Yeah. And this is definitely like, while, it's, while it sucks to not be able to play Doom then, I uh, now that there are multiple games and... And there's actually, in fact, another game that I'm, I'm kind of maybe able to run, but probably not, or, or don't know that I want to risk it. That is another sixty dollars title that I'm, I'm starting to see a stack of games pile up that I can't run, and that's, uh, that's not acceptable.
0: So. I mean, for me, that's always been the hardware motivator. Is there has to be a, a piece of software, and th- whether this is a PC or a console, there has to be some application that I think I really need or want or whatever word you want to use. And that's what will motivate it. And really, I mean, this is pretty new because yeah. you bought Borderlands 3 a year mm-hmm. ago, right? That was a new release game. Yeah, and you and I had that. no
1: problems. In fact, you had more problems than I did running it. So well,
0: like, well, I actually now in hindsight, what I really think was happening was I think that was probably the first indication of my failing hard drive. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I just didn't. Because the symptoms that eventually started plaguing me everywhere were right. I did what I was having in Borderlands... But back then it was so isolated and Borderlands was new. So I was like, ah, eh, new game, crappy release. That's right. how this goes. Yep. It'll nope. be bug
1: fixed. It'll be patched.
0: But so, I mean, I get it. Like, and then when Doom happened, it's like, well, Doom is also pretty demanding. Kind like of of, as... Kind
1: of like a new crisis kind of thing. Like, oh, my,
0: oh, I'm total tangent, total tangent. There's so many tangents right now. I know. <laughs> crisis is being remastered and the highest graphic difficult are not, not not difficult. The had, no, the highest oh, okay. graphical setting is called "Can it run Crisis?" <laughs> Not high or ultra, just "Can it run Crisis?" Which I thought was you know, good on this. It is a healthy <laughs> nod. Anyway, yes. Um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, it's it it's a uh, and and the thing is, is that and this is why I think you, I was interested in you bringing this 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 topic up for us to talk about it as an episode, kind of because um well and not just superheroes i guess but anyway there really haven't been a ton of new release games that either of us have been, have been that excited about this year no, I mean, we were no, looking forward haven't. to doom for a year in advance right but otherwise like i mean i'll pick up shadowlands when it comes out for world of warcraft hey 17 hey, there we go um <laughs> less than we had extra intro time that's true i'll 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 pick up i'll probably pick up shadow i already paid for it so i already have picked it up technically um i i don't know i mean ghost of tsushima that was a pleasant surprise but i had no idea that was coming out you know what i mean so the point just being and that's a console thing so not a pc thing but it's just it's it's been kind of infrequent actually that i'm really excited oh well i guess the elephant in the room there is cyberpunk 2077 I, I just yeah i mean that was
1: yeah but that's like 2021 now probably oh is it really i don't know that it's confirmed for that Let's but they've been pushing that. it back quite a bit yeah. and you right. know the whole pandemic thing has not helped right, uh, right. that was anyway. the other game that i was hoping to have pc ready for uh yeah i'm also like so i on the one hand there's kind of this this new thing going on which i now that i'm thinking about it is that I don't really get excited for titles anymore. And I think the part of that is not just, not just because of the number of times that things have gone, like it's out now, but it's early access. Um, right. I started, like Torchland three or, or not Torch, uh, Torchlight, Torchlight, Torchlight three uh, did that. And that made me actually pretty mad. Right. Um, because of how early access they were going with it. Right. And fine, whatever they need the money or, or, I, that's probably it. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's like, I, I don't want to... I've still not played the Subnautica expansion because it's not full release yet, and I won't. Mm. Um, I will play it when it's full release because I, I am actually looking forward to that. But I've had so many of these like, oh, looking forward to a game, and then it's early access. Uh, or, or, oh, looking forward to a game, and then it's, it's just going to be a year or whatever. I just don't like getting hyped over that kind of stuff anymore. And I think that... In tandem with that, I found that I get excited in the moment more instead of getting excited. Like even with Marvel Avengers, I really wasn't excited with it at all until I saw it, until it was available. Right. A lot of other games like indies and stuff, they don't have a marketing budget. They're not hyping a game on the news or on website, you know, anywhere. They're just dropping it and you find it. And if you get excited about it, you pick it up right then.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree with that, um, and and really, that is that is actually a valid point. I, is things have and probably part of it's just just our age, right? Like we've also just been around now for thirty years. Well, I haven't been paying attention for the whole thirty years, but oh, yeah. certainly, certainly for the last fifteen years, I've been paying attention to game releases and yeah at least generally right Uh, not that i'm aware of every title or something but but anyway and it is very much more a uh, you're just gonna have to show me before i believe you Mm -hmm. now exam or or uh places where that hasn't been true would be doom eternal yeah but that's because i was so impressed with 2016 now I could have gotten burned on that. They could have. Sure, it could have been like,
1: it could have been Doom three re release, <laughs>
0: right. and and then I would have had to take that on the chin, and that would have been what it was. But they did such a good job that I understood what I was going to be excited for. Right. Um, Same with kind of with
1: Borderlands.
0: It, that's exactly what I was going to say. When Borderlands three came out, it was like i mean the biggest complaint about borderlands 3 is that it's just more borderlands which as we talked about in that episode was great that's what i wanted it to be that's why i bought borderlands 3 basically sight unseen because Mm -hmm. i trusted the brand right um but certainly superhero games um and certainly licensed ones that try and tie into a cinematic universe like There is no good history. Yeah, there's
1: for, I mean, not just superhero games, almost any video game that tries to tie into a cinematic universe is generally rushed and bad. Yep. Like Jurassic Park games, um, you know, that I I won't go in, but the list goes on. Most games, the only ones that kind of haven't, like the Spider Man 3 game was pretty good. I don't think it was as good as the. There was another Spider-Man game release that was like right next to that one. Uh, There was Ultimate, I think. Ultimate Spider-Man was good, but uh, anyway, they weren't that
0: generally not.
1: Yeah, Spider-Man games have been better, but I would not like as much as I would want like an Iron Man solo game. I doubt that I would actually be impressed by it
0: well so so this is something you know to talk about superhero games more largely like i said you know i'm not someone who's a huge grew up on the comics i'm not like a huge marvel nerd or something but it's honestly for me it's similar to how i feel about warhammer 40k where the ideas are really really cool I'm just not necessarily thrilled with the execution of those in the media that I've come across for it. Right. But it's not because the ideas aren't cool. I mean, honestly, I don't think Batman is that cool. But right. the Batman video games, the ones that are made by Rocksteady, mm-hmm. are good games. Yeah. And the Batman movies made by Christopher Nolan, I enjoyed watching. Yeah. Now, I don't know that I feel – like I don't think that the the ones with Ben Affleck, like the Justice League ones – right. I don't think that's nearly as good as the Christopher Nolan Batmans. Um but that's not because Batman all of a sudden sucks. It's just because that's the interpretation that that director or well, content provider
1: Right. Had. I mean some of the f- most famously bad games of all time have been superhero games. Like yeah. the the Superman on the N64 was just atrocious. Primitive. Oh yep. man. Yep. Like
0: yep. <laughs> unplayable. unplayable. But yeah, no it is. It's famously one of the worst video games of all time, um, and yeah, just licensed games in general are famously bad. But anyway, so I was just all, all I meant to say with that is just that I think that there's an opportunity for superhero stuff to be done that's super super cool. Yeah. The problem is, is that it's tied in, especially now that it's owned by Disney. Like, I want an Iron Man game that is like Ninja Gaiden, except it's Iron Man instead of right. Ryu Hayabusa. And I'm never going to get that because Disney is not going to sell a product where Iron Man decapitates people. Right.
1: It's just not going to happen. I, I mean, I would just be happy with being able to customize my suit and, like, actually go into, like, like actually have kind of, like, um oh, man. I love how
0: much healthier you are than I am.
1: Like, right. I, I just want the Fallout weapon customization system, only I want it to be, like, an animation that loads up where he – pulls out right. the hologram and like puts his arm in and then it gives you your menus on there and you when you select different things he actually like puts the parts into the hologram or whatever like that's what i want i i love that you're <laughs> like I, I think it'd be cool if i could like play with his suit and i'm like how could
0: it be murder porn though he's <laughs> not murder porn is it really a game you know that's what oh. I'm. Gonna... <laughs> Which is why GTA is my favorite. Anyway, oh, um, I'm a bad person. Um, <laughs> you're not. It's fine. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> I mean, now th- yeah. to be fair, though, like that's a big reason why. Like, if you're gonna make a game about Wolverine, that has to be there. Like the right. non gritty Wolverine stuff is just hard to watch because he's yeah. supposed to be a little psychopathic, a little on edge, a little conflicted past with good reason to be he's the he is right. like ptsd man you know like his whole life has been nothing but tragedy and ptsd yeah he's gonna have some problems and if you can't articulate those problems then you're not articulating the character and you're just gonna do a bad job
0: uh, the only thing i would hope is that they maybe eventually will do and they may do it in this game that i have not played um because the way you can get around that is either robots or demons, right? And then you can be hyper violent, and it's
1: not—it's not, it's not <laughs> Yeah.
0: So, so maybe they do some of that because there because are I, quite I a few robots
1: in the latest Marvel Avengers I have seen. At least the, some of the gameplay stuff that I saw, a lot of it was yeah. robot based. So
0: nice. Yeah. Well, that makes sense because it's because the truth is is that it's not really that I care about seeing because I'm actually kind of squeamish when it comes to real gore. It's not that I really want to see a person suffer. It's just that I want I want it to be bombastic. You know what I mean? I, mean, I want the, the action to be like thrilling, but I don't need I don't really even need blood. I just need the parts to go apart. To I need be Lego. fair,
1: I, I felt and this is a way tangent, but I actually felt more squeamish watching some of the Transformers get torn in half then I have like some of the gore in other, not like John Wick. Wow. But like, cause there were some pretty like spinal cord stuff and like, Oh, it's just a robot spine. But like there's goop, there's blue goop floating everywhere. There's like, like not intestines, but tubes that are all popping and coming apart. And like, there's some pretty horrific, like eyeball tearing out, but it also has cords and mechanical stuff being connected to it, like, it, like at least the scene in in a in crap. What was the, um, oh man, I'm trying to think of it now. Like Charlie Stiren is a samurai to kill Bill, mm. like, um, like Kill time. Bill. Uh, so yeah, there we there we go. Thurman. I'm, this is why I don't try to say actor names out loud, because I always get them all wrong. <laughs> I try to I try so hard to circumvent it in my brain. Um Yeah, when she like plucks the eyeball out, like that's not nearly as bad as seeing like Optimus Prime punch a Decepticon in the face and its its face just explodes. Like, yeah, it's not it's robot, but that's still That's still like it's not it's not human, so it, I guess it doesn't hit the same, but it's still pretty intense, and I'm not sure that I would want a kid seeing <laughs> that level either, you I, know? Like, I don't
0: know. I th- yeah, so I watched I watched a thing that was, to tie it back to Doom, actually, oddly enough, but, I mean, because Doom is, I think, a hyper-violent game.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, the, yes. ultra uh, is ones. one of the difficulty levels, so...
0: <laughs> well, but especially the new ones. I mean, that's always been its quote-unquote brand, right. but the new ones are especially demonstrative in their violence and yeah i watched one of the animators um from the studio and he was like yeah i mean i just was really proud to make something that i'm comfortable with my kids playing you know even at five or six years old because in his mind it's all demons so it's not it it separates it from being people because it's even though they're built like people and have arms and legs that are getting ripped apart. They're so his arms his ch- chain,
1: chainsaws a frog, that's okay. <laughs> like,
0: well, and, But so here's the thing though, is that I do wonder about that. Like, because I, I mean, as I'm talking about right now, I love violence in media, right. In entertainment media, not in the news. Um <laughs> to, to be very it, that clear. That is
1: actually a big distinction to make. So yeah, it, it
0: is, it is. Um, but I'm not a violent person at all in my real life. Like, I don't, I mean, I have squirmed at seeing cats fight before. Like, I don't like, I don't like to watch people get hurt. I don't want to watch people hurt each other. I don't, I would not watch, I don't want to watch war videos of of real violence. Like, so I almost do think that there is a, from my own experience, and this is completely anecdotal, but a place where like, you can have a healthy appreciation for fantasy violence or gore, or fantastical violence or gore and that not affect your moral or ethical no, and ethical I, otherwise. I think
1: you know? there's been, we don't have to spend a long time on the subject. There's been a lot of studies done saying that violent video games do not cause violence. Like that's right. been done over and over and over. Now I do think that there is probably some shades of gray in there where right. Like, uh, you know, GTA gameplay violence is one thing. GTA cutscene violence is a little different. And, you know, same thing with like call of duty storyline violence is different from you know call of duty multiplayer violence and i think that that's still something that there could be some gray areas of um again i don't know how deeply the studies have gone sure but you know i do agree that in general i think that it's i would much prefer you know rocket jumping in in Unreal tournament and or you know Counter Strike or whatever, as opposed to you know going out and doing something violent in the real world to some other person. Um, yeah, for certain. And 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 in fact, I have you know we've talked about before where there's times where you get it is a place to safely express anger.
0: Yes. Yeah. There's a song. Um, now I'm gonna now now this is like a walk show tie-in. Now man, we're really <laughs> I'm really on fire today. So there's a um, a tool song, and it the name of the song is Jerk Off, um, but it's about basically like the lyrics of the song are basically like, I thought that there was justice and there's not. He doesn't say these words, but this is the gist right. of the the, the the meaning of it. I thought there was justice, but there's not. So since there's not, I should take matters into my own hands and... And the, then the lyrics really are, I should play God and just shoot you myself. If consequences dictate my course of action, I should play God and shoot you myself. The idea being that, well, we thought there were consequences for things. And, and a lot of times, unfortunately, there's not, right? With a lot of the horrible people we see right. out in the world, there doesn't appear to be consequences. So if there's all of a sudden not consequences, then I guess he should just take justice into his own hands. Right. Well... That song is from 1991. It's on their first six-track EP, right? Like, they're 21 when they write that song. Well, fast forward a decade, and obviously Tool's been a a popular band for a long time. Well, they don't perform that song because they get a lot of flack for, like, sounds like you're just telling people to shoot each other in your music, which is not a good thing. Mm -hmm. And there's a, a concert that I found where Maynard actually, the lead singer of Tool, actually says... That specifically, he's like the point of this song is not to be violent. The point of this song is that sometimes you feel frustrated and angry in a way that could lead to violence, but instead of that, we scream our heads off and play loud music right. so that no one gets hurt. And it's like there is a place for this stuff. Anyway, it just th- that's always really stuck out with me, and and it just made me think of it when you're talking about games cannot can do that too. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So.
1: And me being, like, I enjoy, you know, some violence in my games, but not necessarily as much. In fact, like, it is a little difficult for me to play Doom. I can disassociate fairly well from it, but I actually do much prefer destroying robots and demons and aliens than I do... just, like, gunning people down in GTA or something. I
0: laugh out loud and giggle while I play Doom. Like, I, <laughs> the more shocking I, it is, the more I'm like, yes,
1: then I actually I, can't, like, I 2016 laugh. on headphones is, is difficult. Now, of course, I'm also <laughs> audiophile, studio-quality, 360-sound headphones, and will then inevitably play in dark rooms, so I get really into it, but right. I, I definitely probably do not always feel as amazing as doom guy is <laughs> <laughs> i doom guy sneaking around corners and conserving ammo <laughs> like. i feel like i feel like doom
0: guy is a comedian and i am amazed by his newest creations <laughs> he, to inflict this damage it's <laughs> wow. just like
1: that yeah, is like, so crazy. like his how sculptures of of, yes uh, yes on spikes and oh. it's
0: funny because it gets so it gets so
1: over the top and it's just like wow how did you think of that one like all right go on so, so tying this back in some, um, yeah, to to bring it back to superhero <laughs> games in general that are not hyper gory. <laughs> well, actually, I'm gonna start with hyper gory, because oh, nice. uh, there is a superhero game series that does not necessarily hyper gory, but is on the gorier side that is not taking a license, because they're not taking a licensed Disney hero. IP, is right. uh, yeah, right? Is prototype? Yeah. Um, And we've mentioned it a little bit like way in the past, but Prototype 1 and 2 are a couple of they're in the same vein of, you know, breaking away from the solid isometric and getting into full 3D, you know, getting being able to play more sandbox style. Um, But they're pretty dark games, like especially the first one, the first one you're you're playing essentially a bad guy like
0: you, you are well so real quickly i will say that it actually ties into this specific conversation about mcu even better because the the studio that made that uh, the prototypes are effectively the spiritual successor to the incredible hulk game from the ps2 right. and xbox it uh, like a lot of the moves are the same where you can eventually like catch missiles out of midair and throw them back at helicopters and stuff mm-hmm. all of that stuff you can do in prototype you could do as hulk ah. and it was probably the first superhero game I ever played that was like, wow, this is just really good. Even outside of the fact that it's Hulk, like it was a really cool representation of Hulk, but as proven by the fact that it changed to prototype later, which is not an IP that I knew anything about and still thought it was just as much fun. Like it's a really good game. um, And the fact that it was Hulk was even cooler. But yeah, the, the prototype game's awesome. Anyway, I don't mean to. Totally no, no, de-rail. no. That's that's actually a huge giant.
1: I I forgot about that. That the studio was working on a yeah. game and, but yeah, it just offered again not having a hero. You know, the, again, a licensed hero it just offered them a lot of opportunity to play with. Yeah, some, some darker themes, some some more experimental stuff like uh, that. Game's
0: pretty gory. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty
1: gory. gory. Um it's it's a so prototype for those that ha- haven't played it do. like at least the first one. prototype two is kind of more of the same, but a little disheartening. Um, mm. But the first game, especially, I think is is a very good and upstanding game in both game design, mechanics, theme, story, all of it. Um, I think it's it's pacing even is pretty good. Uh, there's a little bit of grind near the end if you want to, but you don't have to, uh, which I think is great. But overall, it's the story of uh, like a super virus and there's uh you know, that's oddly relevant. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's also <laughs> I think it's also like a little bit kind of Captain America where, you know, there are or Deadpool, maybe a better example, trying to make super soldiers kind of thing. And except instead of the the plot being thwarted and the virus not being released, the virus just is released. Um, and it infects everybody, and people turn into weird monster zombie things, like a kind of Resident Evil looking, uh, and mutants and stuff. And you're kind of the only person that can shape shift back into a normal looking human. Mm-hmm. But you essentially have mutant scythe arms, like kind of carnage, like yeah. or venom or carnage. You're kind of bonded to this virus in a way that you can absorb other people and. Like, you don't just, you don't copycat from, like, looking at somebody and turning into them. You have to walk up and just physically absorb them. Yeah. But then you can take their form, and that's how you sneak. You can take guard forms and sneak into bases and stuff.
0: Yeah, well, in in an era where Assassin's Creed had just come out within, within the same time period, um, and Assassin's Creed was really groundbreaking when it came out with its, like, blending into the crowd mechanics and stuff and, like, ways where you could, like, if you found a group of four people and you walked in the middle of them, then the game would have you count you as like blended into the crowd. So now guards looking for you don't see you. And I was blown away by prototypes approach to this, which instead of having you like, again, stand in a group of people or something like that, you literally can walk up to any NPC. And like Brett said, unfortunately for the NPC, a very gory fashion, you consume them but now you just straight up look like that guy mm-hmm. or gal or whatever and so you can run and you can hide in plain sight cuz you can round a corner shape shift into someone else again by murdering them um but it, and, it, and then when the-
1: to be fair like it the the shape like the consuming is not just a straight standard animation either like if you come up from behind somebody you like choke hold them and then just suck them in but yep. other times you may like punch them through their head and then suck their whole body into your arm like and then become them yep but as long as you you can't do that in view of other people though right because then other if anybody else sees it then everybody freaks out and runs away from you
0: right yeah but you could you could do stuff because it 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 was funny because as much as it wasn't the hulk obviously because it's not that ip when you understand that connection is there and you think about how prototype plays now again the blood and the blades and all that stuff isn't hulk but the way that he moves Cause you basically just jump everywhere mm-hmm. just like the Hulk does. So what you end up doing in prototype, or at least the, what I ended up doing was I would sprint onto the street, grab a person, run up to the top of a building, consume them and then hop back down. And now no one's the wiser kind of thing. Right. Like, but you're basically, as far as a move set goes, it's exactly like how the Hulk would get around, like yeah. you're super jumping and climbing buildings and all this stuff. Um, really really fun game though and really offers a lot of creativity in the way that you encounter and solve the problems because it's kind of an open world game so you've got a variety of approaches you can take and and that sort of stuff um yeah i think that the prototype games are 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 really really well done
1: yeah and uh, it's it, it, I mean you get to glide later they they did add on to it but a lot of the game right you do spend kind of super running super jumping and, and stuff like that but the fighting mechanics are all really good too lots of good brawling mechanics plenty of weapons to, to kind of choose from and uh, and even you can even to some extent use guns a little bit if you like take a guard uh, or a military person you may start a battle with a rocket launcher or something to try to confuse everyone. Um mm. as to like why is the military going like what's going on and people will freak out because it's military weapons and then you bring out the alien claws and whatnot right. Um but yeah I, I thought it was an amazing series of games especially like i said the first one the first one is kind of my favorite especially because you are that's the word i've been looking for an anti-hero um yeah. you're the protagonist of the story but you are very much so an anti-hero like you're not you're necessarily killing. Yeah, you're not doing good because you're Superman saving Lois Lane. You're trying to seek vengeance for being turned into a horrible monster while coming to terms with the fact that you've been turned into a horrible monster. And, like, you kind of have to eat people. It's a little Vampire Diaries-esque, like...
0: Yeah, you know, it's a a surprisingly good entry um, for being the first in a standalone IP. I mean, like, for example, you know, the first Assassin's Creed game was cool, but they definitely refined that series over time right um and so for 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 the first prototype and again there is a second one but just talking about the first one it's it's impressive how um how good it is as something that's just brand new on the scene hey right here you go here we made it um and yeah i it yeah really really well done so another another superhero game um, that I picked up and have started playing here just in the last several days is uh, Marvel's spider-man on ps4 Jello. which came out maybe two years ago yeah a year
1: and a half two years ago somewhere in there
0: um, also a very well and, and there's another series I'll tie into talking about it and spoiler free I, I'm, I'm a not really even far enough in it to give significant spoilers but beyond that I get it um, Gameplay-wise, it's actually very similar to the Arkham City, Arkham Knight games from Batman, which is funny because Spider-Man 2 from PlayStation mm-hmm. 2 was the game that set the standard for what it's like to swing and glide around yes. a cityscape. Oh, man. And there really hasn't been a good job of recreating that so perfectly since then, mm-hmm. uh, except the Batman games kind of do. But it's funny because as Batman, you don't think of him as like, I mean, he's not a web slinger, but right. You get the stupid grappling hook. So you're yeah.
1: just
0: you're constantly <laughs> grappling yourself. And then because you have the cape, you can like glide and like right. you turn that into some flappy bird action and catch some momentum. <laughs> um, so I have actually had this experience of swinging around a city, but it is more tight and more exciting as Spider Man because it's faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but the combat plays a lot like the Batman games where it's not exceptionally difficult. It's more, um, the thing is, is it does make you play defense. It's just really, really obvious about when you need to. So right. unlike, and, in- cause you
1: get the spider sense,
0: right? And in Batman, you just get a spider sense that isn't explained. You just know is, when you're going to be super beeper. It tells you when to <laughs> press the counter button. Right. right. Um, but yeah, really but both of those for this the new Spider Man game from what I've played so far, I would say excellent, excellent superhero game as well. And I would say that the Batman games, starting with with um Arkham Asylum. Okay. Arkham Asylum, then Arkham City, and then there was Batman Arkham Knight year one, and then yeah, Arkham Knight. Those are all really well done. Um, again, they're they're a little forgiving with the combat, I think, and I think can feel repetitive if you're expecting like a dark souls like experience like it's not that that demanding but it is actually demanding because what it allows you to do is string together really 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 long combos
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so it almost leans more into the brawler gameplay style of like a devil may cry right where it's more about chasing these really extreme offensive combos more so than it is making sure that you dodge the attack
1: well and i think you know while i haven't played it because again not a ps4 although playstation has broken down some lately and said that they would like i mean especially with how well horizon zero dawn did on steam they're exploring the option of sending additional titles over to pc and wanting to start doing that please please do that and bring spider-man um they have Jay Jonah Jameson over here, like bring me Spider-Man. Um, I uh... he just has an active
0: radio station that just that <laughs> just plays while you're swinging around the city. And he just makes harassing. It's so ridiculous. So, it's so ridiculous. It,
1: with the combat though, it 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 definitely looks like there's a lot more opportunity to observe a situation and plan that combo too. Where you don't have to just string together a big combo you can look at where the guys are what types of objects are around and think okay i'm gonna grab the trash can and sling it at this guy then i'm gonna slap the sticky web at this guy and grenade him to the wall and then i'm gonna try to beat this guy up and then throw him into that dude and then you can actually just execute that plan like you can make a plan in your head and it doesn't always go right because the enemies move around and no no plan survives contact with the enemy but sometimes you can just do exactly what you thought you would do in your head and that makes in my opinion that makes you feel more like the character than anything else because now you're thinking like the character and then it succeeds if you try to think like the character and you can't do that then that's the disconnect but if you think i'm gonna web sling this guy to this guy to this guy and then you just jump down there and do it like how amazing does that feel yeah
0: yeah no, it's it, it's it's definitely fun. Um and it it's definitely a very frantic combat because you like you can like launch people into the air and then launch your web at them to like catch them and slam them back down onto the ground and all that sort of stuff. Um No, it's yeah, it it's a it's a it's a it's a very fun and fast combat. But that's how I feel about the Batman games too. I think that they're really fun and fast in in a similar way. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I very, very, very happy with it. There, one feature that I saw that's not a gameplay feature per se, but that, A, I think is very smartly done, and I think you would appreciate it a lot. So there's an enormous amount of Spider-Man costumes you can unlock mm-hmm. and put on, right? Well, not all of them. Some of them don't have any benefit, but several of them, and, and I have not, I've not even unlocked the ability to see or preview the vast majority. Right. Um, but several of them that I have unlocked so far uh, have suit powers. Mm. So, like, one allows you... One makes it so that you are... It takes enemies longer to detect you in silent or in, right. when you're in stealth. Or one is it allows you to, like, like shoot web at three people simultaneously or something like that. Well... It is true that you, and you have to like buy or craft basically these different suits. Well, when you do that and you unlock the suit power, the suit power is actually not tied to that suit. So then you just unlock the power, but you can select that suit power with any of the suits. Oh, that's nice. Which is really cool because it's really like, cool. well, now if I need the stealth suit for a stealthy mission, I don't have to play in the stealthy suit if right. I didn't want to. So that's a really cool design thing. And then really cool, just purely aesthetic thing. The loading screens of the game are like stills of Spider-Man, like, you know, in acrobatic positions, right? Right. Um, and again, they're loading screens. They actually update with whatever version of the suit you have
1: Oh, that's on. cool.
0: Yes. That is so a in- little it-
1: nods like that. like
0: Yes. And you can, because you can kind of like, because it's a still image, so you can like, pan and like move around it a bit mm-hmm. so it gives you that opportunity to like really see your suit on display i mean you see it anyway because it's a third person game yeah but
1: it gives you some time to really
0: zoom yeah in, to, to just see appreciate
1: it, in- it instead right. of having that to would- take yeah the whole city and every bad guy around you in
0: right right but yeah um yeah really really well done i think that if and when you get to play it it will it will meet your expectations um for sure
1: there's definitely i mean Either once the PS5 comes out, or... So, like, if the next Spider-Man game just doesn't come out on PC, because Sony's still going to be jerks about that, um, eventually I probably will just buy a PS4 when they're, like, 100 bucks, and, you know, get that, (laughs) and just to play that. Um, Because I think that that's a game that I will probably always be okay going back and playing. Um,
0: But it... uh, it benefits from the same trappings that the new... I mean, really, Spider-Man 2 had this too, but it has the random crime, right? So right, it's an open world, so it's not just the story missions that you play through, but at any time, there's just suddenly a, a bank robbery happening or a fight happening. Right. There's just something, if you just want to mess around and play as Spider-Man and go beat some bad guys up, there's a lot of ways to just quickly do that. Also, one other thing I will mention about it, and I, I probably can be done about talking about <laughs> Spider-Man... But this is another thing that I was really, really happy with. And this is kind of spoiler-y, but it's literally how the game starts. So yeah, no. it's,
1: it's, if it's spoiler on the first 30 minutes of the game, it's okay.
0: And it's not really, a, a, it, it's really not so much what happens as much as what doesn't happen. So it's even better uh, as a spoiler problem. Um, it doesn't start with an origin story. Yes. You don't start out with him getting bit. He's already been Spider-Man for eight years. Literally within the first minute of you hitting start new game, you jump out the window and are Spider-Man. I was really, really, really impressed by that because so many games like I we will talk about it a totally different time in any at any length. But like I just loaded up the new Metal Gear Solid. Well, the new the Metal Gear Solid from 2016, I think Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah. It's an it's an hour before you're out of the prologue, which is mostly cutscenes and you crawling on the floor at a slow rate, literally. Oh my lord! And it's a second hour, which is actually a mission that, which is the normal gameplay, but it's a second hour before you're even like really starting the real
1: unlock. Hide, and cardboard box power. Like
0: <laughs> it is actually a thing you have to to research oh so my yeah
1: God.
0: i mean, you don't uh, have to research the power but you do have to do r d to develop the cardboard box <laughs> 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 it's supposed to be kind of tongue-in-cheek I but guess. yeah yeah that's, that's the first bad. thing they have you research at your r d center is no the cardboard Lord. box it's like wow anyway the point isn't to go on about metal gear as much as just that it's a, an example of a game that i played recently where they don't just let you be the reason that you're playing
1: all the, uh, I mean, again, we're going to go on this tangent later too, on a different episode, but all the Metroid games, you start yes. powering up and then you lose <laughs> all your powers. Yeah. Like, don't yes. do that to me. Just let me start with all my powers and go from there.
0: And if it's the first time I've ever played, like in prototype, you definitely build up. Right. I don't know what to expect though. Yeah, because I can I get more powers
1: do. later. Right. But like, it always kind of bothered me with Mega Man games that like, how does Mega Man not have 30 powers to go up against these eight bosses right now? Because he's been around for a while now. Right. Can
0: you not learn one other beam? One well, like, other and beam. he's already
1: stolen. He's supposedly, like, they go in order. Like, so he's already beaten yeah. all of these guys. He's, like, every next one, he's that much more powerful. He should you just should have definitely all like Woodman's
0: ability mm-hmm. and Man's ability, like yep. you should be logs and saws <laughs> at minimum all day. Um. Instead, you
1: shoot lemons.
0: <laughs> Correct. Yep, just little lemons that bounce off a little domed guys. Mm-hmm. God, Mega Man's so hard. <laughs> well, so now I, I and I already brought up MMOs, so it's not the ding, ding, ding moment. But another love of yours that I always enjoy hearing you talk about at, at least a bit is. Um the MMO superhero games Champions Online City of Heroes and Villains the precursors to that mm-hmm. I don't know how excellent of games they were because they didn't make it that that long right. so I would guess they fell apart in the end game which is a common yeah. thing Yeah but the character creation oh, like Lord.
1: <laughs> there's yeah there's just there really is so much even in so like I definitely kind of cut my teeth on City of Villains um and while I think it had overall, gameplay-wise, better mechanics. I think that Champions Online just did characters better, uh, especially because the character customization. One, the, the, the number one thing which bothers me in almost any modern game, if you let me pick a color of something, and I have to either A, unlock more colors, um, and my options, even at full unlock, are still slim, it, that's frustrating i get if like metallics are locked in a car game that's about as far as i'll let it go like metallics <laughs> and pearlescence are like for when your street crit is high enough or they're really expensive or whatever like okay fine i get that
0: are um, they actually is that real like in the real world is a pearlescent or metallic paint more expensive than- oh yeah it is actually okay. way more
1: expensive because the, the, and depending on how how far you go with like a candy coat or something yeah you're putting layers and layers of clear paint down with like ultra fine like glitter basically gotcha. um, so it just is more expensive because it's more coats of paint and it's just more expensive paint but anyway so yes i get that that that's fine but we've been in the era of uh more than 16 colors for a long time in fact, we have millions of colors and in, in just the most basic PCs can access 16 32 million colors like right. So give me a color wheel or at least give me like 60 good colors, you know, like it do not give me eight colors. Uh, when you're running a, my video card, you know, all the time for this game. <laughs> like, if you give right. me the option to, to customize, it's already just a swatch. Like, it's already just a palette. Just give me all the colors. And Champions Online really did. I mean, you just get a color wheel, and you get a pick. If you want neon green shoelaces on orange shoes, you can do it. And But
0: it, it didn't just extend to their clothing like, or their, their appearance like right. most characters customization it's also your ability right like if you want to shoot blue and
1: green fire you Mm -hmm. can yeah you can customize like i think that the one of the greatest things about customizing champions was that you you separately customize how you look from how your powers work and how your powers look you did have classes like you kind of had to select like brawler or ranged guy or support guy but then you could you customized further so many little aspects like what you may be a, a long ranged hero or a beam hero so you shoot beams of some sort but then you select what kinds of beams fire ice you know radiation like and you could be a radiation based brawler like a hulk type character you're going to have regeneration is your regeneration is going to be higher and your radiation abilities will act like accent the type of hero that you pick. That mixed with, especially in later iterations of Champions, they were doing kind of DLC for a while, and then they made it you know, kind of free to play, and it came with your subscription. You'd just get all the DLCs. Uh, so many pieces to characters. And you could customize every piece individually with any of the packs. So if you wanted a, a cybernetic left leg, a robot right leg, a dragon wing left wing, and you know an angel right wing, or a jet half a jetpack on the other side with a an insect head wearing glasses, it all worked. Like it didn't it didn't look out of place. Things didn't overlap in weird ways. Like it would. There was so much, and each of those pieces. If you just selected red, it wasn't like you had like primary color secondary color you had probably eight, six or eight layers of color for each part so you could make them all different parts or you know or colors or you could align everything to like your color set you could set four or five colors as your primary color set and do them all at once and then go back and then customize individual pieces if you wanted that extra flair being able to create your class kind of from the get-go just gave it that extra feel like I think one of the most enjoy there were times where I would go in with like I have a hero in mind but even if I had a hero in mind more often than not the hero just kind of created itself Mm -hmm. because you would think like oh well I want you know cybernetic radiation guy or I want you know angel you know shielding girl or whatever and you'd go in there with that but you'd start playing around with the pieces and the colors and then like you know what this doesn't feel like a S.H.I.E.L.D. person. Like, I think that I'm going to set up for more techno pirate. So yeah. maybe I want radiation instead because they're like cybernetic pirate person or whatever. And maybe it changes from a, you know, like it's not a here or she. It's an it's a bug alien. Like, but no matter
0: what, you're always putting
1: a cape on it. No. No capes. <laughs> you could, though. There were there was a wide variety of capes. I love it when you think
0: I'm going to make a real point and then the look on your face as you realize that I have just been baiting a troll for nearly an hour. So, go on. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. It was a good game. I liked it. (laughs) My favorite part was how friendly all the superheroes were with one another.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anywho. But no, it... It was it was solid gameplay. It was pretty tropey uh, because they kind of leaned into wanting to make it look and feel kind of like a 60s comic book. Well, so did you ever play, because there was
0: also one more that was like DC Universe Online. Did you ever try so, that? So no,
1: out? I didn't. So I was in the same way for a long time that I was like Apple is terrible, Windows PC forever. Uh, I was also kind of anti-DC. Uh, for a long while because i I guess for some reason i bought into like if you liked marvel you couldn't like dc uh or something i don't know no i mean i think
0: that it is fair that that the marvel superheroes are just generally cooler than the dc superheroes like if you compare iron man and batman iron man's way cooler than batman sorry like yeah you have a cool car yeah you have a cool plane your outfit's kind of weak that dude's outfit is his
1: car and his plane. <laughs> and it's not based on a bat. You know what I mean? Like, actually, I actually don't like, like I would probably prefer reading a Batman comic to reading a lot of the Iron Man comics though. Like a lot of the Iron Man comics, he is a jerk. And he, and or a, just a straight up bad guy. Like the number of times that I, uh, Tony Stark just becomes evil is mm. kind of high. <laughs> I guess. And
0: I guess I just mean purely as like, like, purely aesthetically, the superheroes. Like, right. one guy's a guy in a rubber suit that looks like an animal. Mm-hmm. And one guy's a Halo Spartan that flies. Right. Like, sorry, With that's... Nanotech
1: armor that integrates into planet-sized <laughs> machines to fight right. literal gods. Like. So I'll tell
0: you what, and you'll never play it because it's an EA game, and I don't know if they'll ever fix it to whether it would be worth playing it, but the best Iron Man fantasy I have ever played, ever is Anthem, which is the uh, looter shooter from EA that came out two years ago now. Yeah, But but man, I've never played anything because it's got this really open world that you can fly around and it's it's mountains and valleys. It's really vertical because it actually makes you manage your cooling. So the way that you do that is either by going into water, uh, which is super cool because you just continue the same trajectory and speed and everything, or if you just take, if you just fall really rapidly, that will oh, the wind will cool, yeah. So it That's causes you, it incentivizes you to do this kind of swooping pattern where you like build height and then descend really rapidly to cool back off and then build the height again. And like, I mean, I didn't even play that much of it, but I was like, wow. I think Iron Man's even cooler now, and this doesn't even have anything to do with Iron Man. I mean, <laughs> right, right. Or it's just nothing else that feels like that fantasy of just get in your mech suit and fly around here. You know? No,
1: I, I, d- yeah, there. I don't think there's anything that's given me Mm-mm. an Iron Man or even like a Battle Tech feel. Like managing your heat is some some classic Battle Tech type stuff or Mech Warrior or whatever. Um, right. But yeah, having that, I mean, it also gives you another reason. I don't think anybody would go underwater if it wasn't for that they probably wouldn't even know you could go underwater because why right 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 yeah and it will so it just makes you it also causes
0: you to to make sure like so you're not just flying as high as you possibly right. can all the time like it causes you to come back down to earth quite yeah, forces
1: some variance in your in your movement. movement
0: right yeah yeah really really cool though um yeah, I don't know. The MMOs have have largely failed. I think the reason, and I'm totally speculating here, but this is my guess, is that it's super awesome what they're doing. Like, you know, we always joke that Diablo feels like, how do you want your DPS to look? Well, right. Those MMOs literally were like, yeah, from character creation, tell us, how do you want your DPS to yeah. look? Which is awesome. And they did it in a way that was really, really rewarding for the player creating the character. The problem is that um, the only way to do that, at least that I know of from a mechanics, like from the literal how-does-it-play-though design, is it very much is how do you want your DPS to look. So whether or not you do a radiation beam or a frost beam or a fire beam, under the hood, under the aesthetics, there has to be some normalization of that. right? And then that turns into... Well, if you're, you know, in a game like World of Warcraft, like, you're not designing how your character works when you create, right? And so when you think that you're creating how your character works, but you're really not, because really, the game developers have determined...
1: All first-level characters do six damage, all secondly, essentially.
0: Or or all beam shots Mm -hmm. of this type do this kind of damage, or all melee hits of this type do this type of damage. And so then what it does is as the player, as you get into the late game, like if you really want to keep going and quote-unquote take it seriously, now you have to strip yourself of that immersion. Because now you have to learn, oh, my blade punch isn't actually a blade punch. It's a melee punch three. And melee punch threes always do this. And so it just unravels so much of what makes it such a great experience to begin with. And the only way that that wouldn't be true is if you didn't have a really balanced end game experience, but everyone's trying to recreate WoW. So that's what what I mean. I think the
1: only other way to get out of that would be to lean into some really more experimental gameplay that would probably turn a lot of players off, but would probably make the game better, which would just be like, this guy's immune to fire, like this bad guy immune to fire all your abilities fire based outside of maybe you have a level or two of super strength so just like standard punches so you're not going to beat him um you have to go find an ally with another team of heroes that and and you know and maybe offer some things that you could do outside of combat so maybe you could help orchestrate an attack because you discovered this threat or whatever but it would have to be some really out of the box thinking to, to, to encourage more of an Avengers team or a justice league style team. Cause I, I really do feel like more, I think in city of villains, I played more of the actual gameplay and got into rating and high level content in champions online. I mostly role-played. I would right. find other, I would, cause I just had so much fun creating these interesting, cool looking characters that inevitably I was thinking up backstories and, and, profiles and histories for them and whatnot. But the gameplay was kind of especially the first you know, dozen levels or so I'd played through a bunch and there wasn't any variety to those first dozen levels. And so I think I ended up just getting tired of that and going to the big city and just finding other people to to role play as a superhero with. Um, and then maybe they would take you on a raid content or something. and and I think that allowing some room to to almost GM the story, Um, I think that giving players the option to say like, okay, raid style one, but robots are the bad guys, um, you know, like being able to build a raid, like I think could do a lot for role-playing to be able to say like, you know, our arch nemesis is back and everybody knows instead of going in, like our arch nemesis has changed and now he controls plants, like no, our Arch nemesis is the same. She's robot tank girl, so we're gonna pick the robot tank enemies and and you know, like set that type of stuff up so that players can really immerse themselves in that role-playing experience, I think would be really cool to do.
0: Yeah, I mean old MMOs, you know, like EverQuest, I mean, they didn't have any of this character creation there in this way. None of that was is similar. But old MMOs, and even while WoW classic. Really, you know, vanilla wow was was kind of like this. Anyone that plays the original EQ like would find that laughable, but um you did have classes that were more middle of the road and that weren't that great, but they had some hook to them that did make them valuable. So that like if you encounter a raid where you know your healer's not gonna have enough mana, and there's this one class that gets a mana regen buff, so now you bring that in really just for the mana region buff, and it's not as good at anything else. The The problem becomes that if the class was as rare as its utility, then it would be fine. Right. But way more people are drawn to play that, and there's only one spot on the raid roster for you, mm-hmm. right? Right. So it, it, it's it's this thing that's a problem that frankly just hasn't been solved, where exactly what you're speaking to does make sense. And so far... It, at least from what I've seen, no one has been able to solve a way to deliver that and still make consistent money off of it, right?
1: right. Yeah, because
0: they all shut down eventually. Uh-huh. Um, and it, but I think it's because you can't try and be, wow. You can't offer this really engrossing polished rate experience that's 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 like this challenging thing, like down to the second and offer. That same level of, of player control, right? Because it doesn't work. But I think the reason it doesn't work is because we're constantly trying to meld those two. And I don't know what the answer is for a better in game. Maybe what you're describing, where players are creating their own in game scenarios, or at least influencing them more, or
1: having some way to like, I mean, building up a credit system like raid points that you can then spend right. to build a raid. Right. Maybe I think that there could also so there's the only other idea that I would have would be to do a, a hero slash villain side of it. And there's two ways that you could go with it. One is maybe you play a hero and earn raid points, but you only earn raid points by beating other players' raids. And then you have a bad guy, and you get to customize your bad guy, how their minions look like and whatever, and you build a dungeon or a lair or a super evil lab. And if you're a robot-based super villain, then you get robot-based raid archetype monsters that you can you know make or whatever and build right. their move sets and spend your points i mean there's there's kind of a mechanic like that in a like Crossout, uh the car a post-apocalyptic building racing game where you can yeah. build a mega car and the ai takes it over and runs it against other players and oh you earn points based on how well it does, but you don't get to control it. The, I think that that could be cool to like play as a hero on one side and a villain on the other, and the villain makes raid content available.
0: The thing is, is that there has to be a way to make, to, to keep the, to steer the community in that direction. Mm-hmm. The, the reason that it doesn't work in most MMOs is because what happens is, let's say you had a system like that. Well, eventually the community figures out that the the robot enemies if they have the i don't know whatever criteria are the easiest ones to farm right and And then everybody makes
1: robot bosses for everybody else to go farm
0: exactly and so then it's like well now the the meta shifts to that Mm -hmm. and so then there's a new player who doesn't understand what is happening you join the game you find the community and the community tells you yeah well if you want to be in our guild you need to build a character that's able to be robot bosses because that's the easiest thing right. to farm. So that's what we do. And then the game is no longer what it was supposed to be because it's right. turned into the internet has won again with its min maxing.
1: Yeah. But the problem the is cool. always the internet.
0: <laughs> project Gorgon, you know, does a really good job. The internet doesn't win project Gorgon, but project Gorgon also has 200 active players at any time. So I'm sure,
1: if it had 10,000 a day, it'd be a little different.
0: Right, but it doesn't. Tutorial walkthrough would be a lot bigger. (laughs) Right, but it doesn't have ten thousand because they refuse to make it for that. But they also are potentially just not nearly as wealthy as they could be, which is not the way that most of the world works, unfortunately. So I think
1: the only other way that you could kind of get through that again, I. It's already something that WoW is kind of done, and I'm. While I don't know what breaks it, I'm sure there's a million things that do, because um, I know it's not a perfect idea. Would be to kind of one punch man it, where you start out as like a D class hero, and you get assigned a. I mean, uh, what was a uh, uh, Doctor Horrible sing along blog does this too? You get assigned an arch nemesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and and if they out level you. Then they beat you once in PvP, and the game's like, oh, yeah, they graduated to like rank C and you're still rank D. So we're assigning you a new rank D. And you no- never have to PvP that person again, but maybe it sticks around. So if you do rank up to their level, maybe you do fight them again or something. And it's an actual another person. Like, right. and, you know, and some systems in place to reassign it to deal with player churn and people that don't log on very often or whatever. Um, That would be the only other way that I could even remotely think about dealing with that kind of content. But I I really think that some level of player-generated content is about the only way that you can make a superhero MMO feel right. Because otherwise, like, champions just had a problem because nobody's attached to the good guy or the bad guy. Like, the bad guy is nameless, faceless guy, whatever. And if you're not interested in them being a robot boss, then you're just not attached there, to that.
0: There is a game that did that. I don't know what game it is, but there is a game that did create a super villain. Maybe it was the DC universe online one, but there was a game that at character creation did create a supervillain. Again, it's just that like the problem becomes is the community playing to, to role play right. or is the community playing to chase loot or to, to min max time or loot or whatever because when that becomes the point all of the the role play stuff mm-hmm. breaks down because the internet finds ways that the the creator didn't even understand that it was right. you know what i mean and if
1: anything else it comes down to hitbox ratios
0: exactly exactly and like and that's, that's
1: right. something that you just can't it's varied unless all the bosses look the same and just have a different skin and then right. that defeats it being cool to have variety right because right, if the four-legged yeah. robot looks the same as the four-legged plant monster that looks the same as the four-legged alien, then it there's no point in it.
0: Right, right. Which is maybe ultimately why the only game that really satisfies all of the player creativity that a person could want is Dungeons & Dragons because there are no assets. to right. just think it all up. So yeah. there is no monetization problem because we didn't have to spend $50 million to make this. We could just think of
1: it. <laughs> I mean, the problem is, though, in all reality, there's still min-maxing because of the internet in Dungeons & Dragons, and it can get bad. Like, it gets broken. It where, does, like, but it's so,
0: but, but at can... least the...
1: Oh, Sorry. Go <laughs> I, so the, the dungeon master can at least say no. Yes. like, like so There's It's like having a mod, but they have way more power and can affect the entire code base of the game with a single breath.
0: And there's yeah there's no there is no meta because ultimately you can play with your own group however you want and you can as the group choose to emphasize whatever parts. Whereas right. when you're playing the video game, the, the constraints are the constraints. Um, well, there you go. We also managed to tie it in not only the MMOs, D and D. Hey, um, but yeah. The only other the only other thing, and I'll I, I don't. I don't have a ton to say on this, but the only other place that I would say that I've seen superheroes in gaming that I appreciate is um, is in fighting games. Um, like, I've never really played them, but I've always been jealous of the Marvel versus Capcom games. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, jealous mm-hmm. isn't the right word, because uh, what am I jealous of? But like, I know that I won't be any good at it and won't want to spend the time to be, so I don't play it. Right. But I think it looks really cool. And I'm really glad that it exists. Yeah. <laughs> but, like it does. Um, and really, you know, talk about wanting the gore and the darkness combined with the, the superheroes, the game company that makes the fighting games other than the, like the Injustice series, Mm -hmm. uh, is the Nether, NetherRealm studios. It's the people that make Mortal Kombat. Right. And they eventually made MK versus DC.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, And that is very brutal. (laughs) Although it's funny though, in the ones in the Injustice games and in the one that has DC, it's actually not Mortal Kombat levels of gore. Right. Um, but it is hilarious. Like, in, I don't remember which one it is, and it might be multiple that has the flash. It's not even a fatality, but one of the like super abilities he does or whatever <laughs> is he actually takes, he like hits the person and stuns them, and then runs and it zooms out and shows the planet and he runs all the way around the planet and then punches them (laughs) in the face. And it's like, come on. Or like (laughs) flies all the way into space and takes them up with him and then slams them back into the ground. And it it actually zooms out and shows him like shooting out as a little speck into space (laughs) off the earth. And it's like... That's just—I laugh out loud. Like it's so ridiculous. So why
1: wouldn't you just take any bad guy into space? Because if they don't have magical can't don't have to breathe powers, then
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> like the green skins.
1: Forty <laughs> K, yay!
0: Yay! Uh, my, <laughs> all our favorite franchises to this conversation right now.
1: So we need forty K versus Batman.
0: Like. Ooh, <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, I don't take, I don't take anything against 40 K like 40 K beats. It dance. really is.
1: It can't it, it anytime that it's ever been put up, like you'll see occasionally like who has the best starships And it's like X wings versus space Marine battle barge. And right. it's like battle barge wins. Like right. <laughs> death well, just star, Blackstone hey. fortress. Like <laughs> 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 just
0: the scope of 40 K dominates all of it because it's like, even if your stuff is better, they have thousands of worlds that do this. Mm-hmm. And you have like you're worried about the Death Star because it might blow up a planet. Like these dudes don't even look at planets anymore.
1: Planets yeah, are like they blow up crap. planets, they'll blow up their own planets.
0: <laughs> right. Because, because somebody got grow. a
1: cough. <laughs> 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 yep. Yep. Anyway, anyway Marvel we, versus 40k when? Like <laughs> we're
0: probably I mean. rambling at this point. Um uh, I, I can't promise that I'm not going to buy the Marvel Avengers game soon now after our discussion. Um, I I am glad that we had this conversation though, because superhero games, you know, if we would have had this conversation a decade ago, which I get, that's a long time, but there was a lot less credible superhero game. Mm-hmm. Out there. there
1: was like Spider-Man and that was it. That was basically
0: <laughs> it. And there's a lot more now that are good. And, um, and yeah, I think I, I'm I'm also glad that in us talking about all this, that I did, start to think about superheroes in the same way that I think about 40 K where it's like, yeah, even if I don't love all of the canon or all of the material that exists, the underlying ideas for a lot of it is just cool. And it's okay for that to be cool and not think that every comic released is also right. Perfect. So.
1: I agree. I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty glad that, that licensed games have been able to make some progress because I think there are a lot of franchises that would be cool to play in that have been hamstrung, and hopefully, the more of those that are get done that get done in a good way, the more likely it we are to see something like a good Harry Potter game. Where that is, an I like a Harry Potter MMO would probably be cool, and I'm not a giant Harry Potter fan, but I think that would be a fun MMO. Like there could right. be a lot done with it. So hopefully, we start seeing more attention being put on games media as not just a marketing tactic that you throw a little bit of money at but a successful franchising opportunity that you throw a lot of money at and that you give a little patience so yep agreed so that's all for our episode today please join the discussion by tweeting your thoughts to us at p u y s pod or follow us there to get a notification on our stream times check out all the links below for many of ways of getting a hold of us from email to discord we would love to hear and discuss your thoughts If you like this episode, please rate, star, thumbs up, and review us wherever you're listening, and tell a friend about us, because that really does make a difference. All the links will be available in the show notes, and if you want to hear more of Walker's insights and enjoy long-form conversations with a variety of unique guests on topics outside of gaming, check out his other podcast, The Walk Show, which is available everywhere podcasts are found.